This Facts and O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and the Eagles on Rock 102. Going to be some patchy fog this morning, but then otherwise cloudy and some sunshine this afternoon. High of 74. Actually be a pretty good night for Oktoberfest of the 4th. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 55. And for tomorrow, cloudy, high of 65. It's already 52 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Speaking of Oktoberfest, we'll have more tickets for Oktoberfest. It goes on every Friday and Saturday night throughout the uh, the month of October. We'll tell you more details later on this morning. John is out today. Steve is here. Dave Coombs filling in. A lot going on today. It's 535 on Rock 102. Save yourself. Th- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549 and Eric Clapton on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, nice and sunny today with a high of 73. Uh, tomorrow, it's going to be not so nice. Cloudy with a high of 65. It's 53 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash with Steve Nagler? The number one trending Halloween costume for adults is Squid Game. For some reason, it's also the top trending costume for babies. For babies? Yeah. Have you the, seen it, by the way? Uh, yes, I have. I, I've I, watched it. I, I gave up after about three episodes. I, I thought it was interesting at first, and then I'm like, okay, I've, well, had, I've had enough. I guess the uh, the best part is all the subtitles that are wrong in the show. <laughs> well, well <are> you, <laughs> it wait, completely I, takes away from the original context that the director wanted. <laughs> well, plus it's it's overdubbed as well, so you got mm-hmm. American voices speaking or the Japanese voice, so it's not just... Subtitles, but it's overdubbed, so it's yeah. a mess. How, how do we know it's even the or, the original story at that point? Right. Well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, we're Americans. We don't really care about content. We care about hey, that's funny looking. That's funny looking stuff. Let's watch this. Jimmy Fallon was joking about that the other night. He goes, uh, you know, it's funny how our tastes change. You know, last year we were all into chess with that one series, and now we like murder games all of a sudden. Like. I'm still trying to figure out how to store tigers in my house. That, I'm still no. hung up on, on that one. You got uh, that, 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 that Halloween costume left over from last year, probably. That's right? too bad. Yeah. The uh, top trending couple's costume is Timmy and Trixie from the Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, is that even still on? I know, right? Uh, I don't. I think, it, I think it's on. I don't think it's being made. Any new ones being made. Couldn't I just go as like a tired old 55-year-old man? I, that would be a convincing costume for me. I could pull that off without batting an eye. What are you going as? Or are you not telling this year? I, uh, I haven't decided. I'm, I'm, I'm hosting the uh, the Halloween party at the Rumble Seat again this year. That's another one you stole from me, too, but go ahead. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. It, it's not stealing if they keep asking me back for uh-huh. now what would be a fifth year in a row. But you don't know. Are you going to wear the same costume you wore the last uh, five years you've been doing this? I don't know if I can fit into the last costume I wore. Wasn't it just a sheet? No, it wasn't just a sheet. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Please. Kidding. <laughs> it, was, it was a queen-size sheet, though. All right, the two of you. <laughs> well, I hate Halloween. May I just say this right now? I ain't going as nothing. I'm not. I hate it. You hate Halloween? Hate Halloween. Okay. For the kids, I love it. For the adults, not so much. Well, there becomes a point in your life where you say, uh, wow, is we're dressing up uh, like an idiot and getting... Uh, <laughs> well... 
I mean, annihilated off of alcohol, if, uh, worth it? Look, if there's sex involved with your wife or girlfriend dressing up, okay, I get uh, it. You know. What about random sex with anybody at a Halloween party <laughs> with Rostam? <laughs> Well, there's always the rumble seat coming yeah, up in true. just a few weeks. Yeah, you could get lucky, Dave. Because I don't think anything anything is creepy about an older guy knocking on doors on Halloween night looking for candy. There's hey, nothing uh, creepy about that at hey, all. Uh, can I can I have some of those baby roosters? Uh, those are too small. You get the big ones. I like the big ones. <laughs> well, you're knocking kids out of the way. Get out of the way. The peanut butter cup's in there. Hey, speaking of which, did you see that Lowe's now is having a, their own trick-or-treating event? In the garden center at Lowe's nationwide. Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. You can sign up for it as a family, and uh, you can go good. there, and it's safe, and it's, you know, the whole deal there. So When I uh, first heard about trunk-or-treating, yeah. uh, it was in Palmer, and that just set up red, that was more yes. red flags than communist China. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, we're like, what? You're, you're asking kids to go to a car and ask for candy? <laughs> Aren't we, aren't we normally supposed to avoid all that stranger danger? Kinda, Stay away from the trunk of the car? What kind of bizarro world are we living in? Uh, Woody uh, Harrelson uh, was at a rooftop bar at the Watergate Hotel in D.C. on Wednesday night with one of his daughters when some drunk guy started taking pictures of them. And Woody politely asked the man to stop, and then he lunged at Woody and tried to grab him by the throat. So Woody knocked him out. Wow. Cops question the man and uh, charges are pending, but Woody isn't in any trouble because it was self-defense. Woody's in D.C. to shoot a series about the Nixon Watergate scandal. So he's got his own little scandal going on right here. I was going to tell you, um, you whenever I'm out and about, you know, the paparazzi are constantly following me and uh, they get in the way. You know, you just want to live your life as a regular guy or a normal citizen. There he is with his daughter out on the rooftop of the Watergate. I didn't even realize that he had anything on the roof at the Watergate other than like surveillance uh, equipment, yeah. but uh, good for him for defending himself. Yeah. Can't tell you how annoying that paparazzi is. Why, just last night, I was uh, getting gas at a local service station. And somebody took a picture of you? No, I I, I asked no. if anyone wanted to, and nobody did. Do you anybody here know who I am? I'm kind of a big deal in some areas. <laughs> I have many <laughs> leather-bound books. Uh, but see, there there you go. It's alcohol was the driving factor of this whole thing. If this guy had been just smoking weed, they would have been friends. Probably would have forgotten his camera at home. Probably. Tom Cruise only just finished filming Mission Impossible 7, and he's ready. He's already practicing one of the crazy stunts he's doing. To, he's going to do in part eight. Eight movies now? Yeah. Tom is going to fly... Uh, Fly to an 80-year-old World War II biplane in a chase with another old aircraft, and he's learning how to fly it right now. Wow. He's a—he's uh, nearly 60 years old. Um, it's time to maybe to let somebody else do your stunts for you. Well, I mean, for all the things that he did, uh, that one jumping over the building for this last movie was the one where he shattered his ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because he missed. But... Out of all the stunts that he's done, if that's the worst that's happened to him so far, I'd keep going, too. Yeah, except the older you get, the yeah. less uh, nimble you become. Yeah, if it, look at Harrison Ford. Eventually, it's going to catch up to him, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he could still he could still uh, jump over uh, out of a pit of snakes uh, in a heartbeat. Uh, Hellraiser is getting a reboot for Hulu, <laughs> and they're bringing a female take to the Pinhead character. Oh, now Pinhead's not going to stop talking, yippity-yapping all day long. <laughs> she's, gonna, she's not going to kill, kill people. She's going to make them, like, clean dishes or, you know, hang yeah. it's gonna be you, pin- you know, hang things on the wall. Pinterest D- yeah. head. 
There's no murders. There's just scary tensions every 28 yeah. days. She's going to make innocent men move furniture all day. Clive Barker is returning as a producer, and uh, Jamie Clayton, Clayton from the L Word, Generation Q, is your new pinhead. Well, there you go. There you have it. I'm ready for it. Justin Bieber tapped an Oscar winner for his new video, Ghost. Yesterday, Diane Keaton posted a preview clip with the caption, Am I dreaming? What an honor it was to work with Justin Bieber and his incredible team in all capital letters. She didn't actually say that. She did say that. Does she even know who Justin Bieber is? Does he even know who Diane Keaton is? Probably not. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Somebody probably, he probably said, oh, I'll take this old lady. And they're like, you know, that's uh, Oscar nominee uh, Diane Keaton right there. What, what, What was she in? Uh, Baby Boom. Oh, yeah. There you I go. Remember that? That was like the best movie of the 1980s. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. The McDonald's. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, the basic rules of baseball suggest that in order to compete in a five-game series and then advance into the league championship series would require baseball players to score runs. Not just score a few here and there, but score more runs to the team that you are playing against. It's a very simple game, and yet winning a five-game series becomes somewhat compromised when you fail to score any runs in any of the five games that have been set aside for you. Last night, after coming off a breathtaking victory over the New York Yankees in that one-game playoff the other night, the Red Sox began the divisional series against Tampa. Now, I don't want to say that they played badly, but losing by a score of 5 to nothing suggests that I don't really need to tell you how badly they played. An intelligent person should be able to figure that out all by themselves. Failing to score while your opponent is blowing stuff up in the field is a problem. Particularly Tampa's left fielder, Randy Arena, who I should like to point out became the first player in baseball postseason history to hit a home run and then steal home all in one game. Do you have any idea how difficult that is to do? Well, considering that baseball was allegedly invented in 1839, it's taken exactly 182 years for something like that to happen. And you know what helps you with with something like that? When the opposing team, in this case the Boston Red Sox, are sleeping on the job and not scoring runs against you. Listen, I understand this is the first game of a five-game series, but I would like to remind the Red Sox that the Rays only need to win two more times. You don't always get a chance to play all five games. I'd like to think these guys understand that basic rule of baseball and of rudimentary mathematics. More wins comes from more runs. More wins mean more games. See how that works? Now, tonight is game two, and the Red Sox will have Chris Sale on the mound against Shane Baz, who has only pitched 13 innings during his brief Major League Baseball career. I'd like to think we can take him, but clearly I'm not the one in charge. Otherwise, I might have suggested not letting a a guy steal home in the seventh inning and make everybody look like a dope while doing it. Let's hope that they quickly learn some valuable lessons here so this doesn't happen again tonight. But hey, and FMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Pull up the Rockies October sales flyer in your phone or computer. It's loaded with great bargains like Scott's Winter Guard, Turf Builder, Werner Ladders, plenty more. What's on sale at Rockies? It's at your fingertips at Rockies.com. I'm back. So that's my... 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and ZZ Top on Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 75. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 65. It's 53 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Oktoberfest tickets to give away the uh, at the Student Prince in the Fort. We'll give those away later on this morning. It starts tonight. They've got a bunch of great bands playing in the next uh, three weekends. So very, very cool event. And it starts uh, tonight, I think, like around five-ish or so. And we got uh, four packs of tickets to give away. We're also going to uh, do something later on. You found something on Reddit, right? I did. Uh, it's not new. It's been around for years. It's uh, Am I the A-Hole is the name of the subreddit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. And uh, it's got some uh, pretty interesting uh, topics of uh, people asking if they, in fact, are the A-Hole in the situation. So let me ask you this. You've been... No. Uh, okay, no. then don't ask. No. I won't ask. Um, you've been to like places where you've picked up coffee... Or uh, you know, you've you've been to places where you had like a to go order, yeah. And uh, under normal circumstances, outside of a pandemic, it's usually a pretty polite exchange, right? Well, I mean, honestly, I really didn't start using the the pickup thing until uh, COVID came around. But it, you it, never you like know. like picked up a pizza or oh yeah yeah, it, yeah like yeah. It, it never. I've never been rude or felt compelled to be rude to the people who are serving my food or no. serving my drink. And I'm t- you know, walking out of there with food that they've made for me that I ordered. Yeah, usually it's not their fault. Right. So why are people now, because of a pandemic, acting like a-holes in this situation? There was a, a story that came out last Saturday of this uh, place uh, in Boston called the South End Buttery. Now you've already got me, but with the uh, with the name, mm-hmm. you add butter to the name of any restaurant. Mm-hmm. That sounds like something that's uh, scratching me where I itch. Burger Creamy. butter, right? Butter King. So this guy, McButter, walks in right on mm-hmm. Saturday, and uh, there's a bunch of people there, you know, waiting for their to go orders. And this place specializes, uh, has has really kind of perfected the whole to go order. In fact, they even got a sign that says, you know, keep calm. And come inside, and, mm-hmm. and you can do the whole thing online, and they got everything waiting for you, like n- nearly all places that do right now. So this guy goes in, he uh, he he sees all these people ahead of him, but what he decides is, you know what, I am the most important person in this building, oh, yeah. and I would like to be served hell, uh, ahead of all these yeah. other people in front of me. Mm-hmm. So when he go when he barges right up to the front counter, he is told by the barista of this place. Uh, sir, there are people ahead of you. You'll have to wait your turn. At what? At that point, he then uh, takes an order that is already on the counter, ready to go, and pushes it off the counter, spilling coffee all over the place. Atta boy. He then takes a bunch of uh, of those very dangerous plastic lids for the coffee, okay. starts throwing them all over the place. <laughs> then he takes the uh, the cardboard <laughs> coffee sleeves, ninja stars. And, yes. <laughs> To the point where the barista was so upset mm-hmm. that she began to cry and has not been back to work Aww. since then because of this a-hole who thought, I my order far exceeds the, the importance of anybody else in this place. Yeah, he had to be fueled by alcohol or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would think, because normally, you know, the, the same type of a-hole is the guy who feels more important when he's driving in his car and he feels like he, you know, he has to get somewhere quicker than you and so he passes everybody on the left when it's obvious the lanes are going to merge in this case he's wide open he's not hiding in his car well so 
I, I would agree with you on most uh, on most levels. Yeah. Like alcohol. This sounds like an alcoholic fueled incident. Yeah. But I'm a grumpy a-hole if I don't have my coffee early in the morning, too. Well, yeah, but you're also not going to go in and belittle the employee who probably has nothing to do with why your order's delayed in the store. No, I'm not the kind of person. And the reason I'm not that kind of person is uh, it's a two-phase answer. One, I'm courteous as all all get out. Uh, I I respect all people. Uh, Secondly... I have this irrational fear that if I cause a problem in a restaurant, that coffee is going to be uh, lined with a big fat luga right mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Yeah, that's uh, that's mm. my biggest fear is a like a like a a, a COVID tinged luga <laughs> in my latte. <laughs> Same with a drive through at, at at a fast food restaurant. It's sort of the opposite of the customer is always right. In this case, the person working behind the counter is always right. Right. Uh, I'm the kind of person that uh, you know gives a place a chance, and if it doesn't uh, improve. Then I just don't go back there. Mm-hmm. That's you know, there's no need for any kind of confrontation. What what good is it going to do for me to go online and say this place sucks? You know, it doesn't. It's not going to uh, make any difference on the way these on the way these business uh, places do business. So what's the point? Of course, that, that gives you satisfaction in knowing that deep inside, but there's no way they quantify that, and so they don't really care if you don't show up anymore or not. No, they don't, especially, like you just said, like a major place mm-hmm. that uh, you know is a cookie-cutter restaurant right. that just keeps popping stuff out. Yeah, it's no big deal. So if you want to make a statement, you got you got to do what this guy did. Yeah. No, you I, don't. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember last summer, there was a place on the Cape. Um, I forgot the name of the place, but it was, it was in Brewster or something like that. And a, a customer, a customer, uh, was told uh, by someone who was working in the store because of his attitude. I hope you get hit by a car because he was so rude Good. to everybody in yeah. there, and uh, he was not hit by a car. Mm-hmm. But uh, I but, don't. But, I, but it would have been cool if it, he did. It would have. <laughs> it would have been. Uh, it would have been appropriate. But uh, but it's not appropriate for the for the person inside the restaurant to say that. But what does it take? For you to for you to be motivated to say, you know what, I've had just about enough of you. Why don't you leave here and get hit by a car? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, you see this all the time. Again, it, you have to understand that there is a lack of staff at a lot of these restaurants. Uh, when I was out at the Cape over the summer, uh, we were told that uh, there was a lot of restaurants that close on Tuesdays because. That gives the employees who work seven days a week a day off. Yeah. You know, because there's no other people to come in for relief. The other thing is, like, the lack of, you know, the the shortage of unemployment. People are so quick to go, well, everybody's getting $300 extra a week. That's not quite the case. Well, we were down in um, uh, not Hilton Head, uh, the Outer Banks. A lot of the locals down there were like, our biggest struggle right now is the lack of foreign exchange students who used to come over here during the summers and fill these jobs that nobody else wanted because that was the thing that's how these kids made money during school but since there's so many less people coming over for via international travel because of covid restrictions right now you have that whole set of workforce that's not there anymore i have a real hard time bitching about service now you know, but right. before the pandemic, I, you know, I, 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 if it took too long to get my food or get the check, I, I'd be, uh, I'd be making faces, I'd be doing uh, the the loud sigh, I'd be, you know, checking my phone for the time, that kind of thing. Now, because of all of what you're saying, Steve, 
if you go in knowing that they're short staffed, it's challenging enough to run a restaurant, right? Hell Under normal yes. circumstances. Hell yes, yeah. and and, that, and, you know, and that's why now I try to exhibit yeah. as much patience as I can. And when you hear stories like this of people whose patience has run thin, and you're ta- and you're and you're projecting that frustration out on the help mm-hmm. that is there that did show up that day mm-hmm. that you know that do want to to work, you know, they're not the ones you should be mad at. Be mad at the ones that uh, that quit. Be be mad at the ones that refuse to go well, to work. The ones that refuse to go to work don't want to put up with this kind of crap either. I don't right? blame that, them. That's not something that would. Oh yeah, I really want to get into a a job in the service industry to be treated like this by some a hole who thinks that he's better than everybody else. Right. Well, ho- hopefully the guy gets his come up, and hopefully somebody had a, a you know. Had a camera, had a cell phone, and snapped a picture of him and is shaming him on social media oh, yeah. right now. I'll tell you what, if I'm a barista, and thank God I'm not, I would launch a snot rocket in that guy's uh, coffee <laughs> faster than you can say, uh, can I take your order, please? Right? And I really the, would. And that's the other thing. Uh, you know, the, the people that clearly don't understand the struggle that these restaurant owners and these workers are going through yeah. are the same people who don't uh, t- think that somebody's not going to be filming them having their outburst their public outburst yeah put up all over the internet yeah why isn't dexter real that's what i think in these situations (laughs) yeah i know a guy who owns a restaurant and he's pretty successful at it does a pretty good job of owning this restaurant Mm -hmm. and he stays busy and he's struggling to keep uh not just to to staff the positions he needs to run this thing but you know he's he's having to do things himself that he would never have had to do like we actually had plans to go out to dinner at another place with some other people, and he had to back out because in the last minute there's like a party of twelve people that show up. Mm-hmm. Now, he only had like three or four people working the entire room, so all of a sudden he's like, "I can't just abandon my staff uh, with us uh, with mm-hmm. something like this that came in late. You know, a late reservation. I, I got to break the plans and 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 help out here." Yeah. It's my place. Right. And you know what? I respect that because, you know, you have a, a wait staff of three or four people and all of a sudden you've got a, 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 a difficult aberration for uh, a, a reservation. You know, these people are strapped as it is. That's why, like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving enormous tips yeah, lately. I, I have mean, been too. up to like 12, 13 percent. Yeah. I mean, I'm really laying it on thick. I even leave big tips just for a cup of coffee sometimes. I mean, yeah. you know, if it's like two dollars and thirty, I'll leave a buck. Yeah. Oh, man. On yeah. a two dollar coffee. What are you, I'll, Mr. I'll, Moneybags over well, here? Well, huh? I mean, you know, it's percentage wise, right? If it's a two dollar order, I'll, you know, kick in an extra buck. Well, plus, you can understand the struggle these people yeah. are going through. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little extra. Bucks in your pocket to mm-hmm. uh, make you feel a little better. I guess. I'll tell you what, if you see uh, Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3 walking into your coffee shop, you, <laughs> you might, you might want to think this is the weekend you buy that car <laughs> or a down payment on a house because <laughs> that extra buck is going right into your pocket. But if everybody did it, Bax, if everybody used that philosophy, then there would be a yeah, lot of money well, in listen, that I, I don't know what they're paying you over there. And apparently, they're <laughs> deep pockets. And I uh, I respect the the restaurant owners that uh, that do actually help out. I saw Peter Picknelly bussing tables last week at the Student Prince. Shut up, you did not. Really? Well, I'm just kidding. I he, he had the buses. Yeah, he had the buses. He was bussing. <laughs> he was bussing the dishes from one end of the restaurant to the other. That's how you do it. It's 623 with Baxon O'Brien and Dave Coombs in Rock 102. Thinking about tinting your car? Don't be fooled by lower prices. Tardware. 
at six twenty-seven. <laughs> Excellent read oh, on that spot, you, by the way. Not as good as mine on Laser ninety-nine-three and ninety-eight-five. Well, I don't know, Dave. I really poured my heart and soul into that. I know you. I did. really made it feel like I care about all of the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got uh, Oktoberfest tickets to give away. Oktoberfest of the uh, the Student Prince begins tonight, and it's going to be a great uh, night for music. And a great night for drinking beer out of a boot, and a great night for big giant pretzels and fried cheese. Uh, sounds like a plan to me. Oh, goddamn right. I uh, I love fried cheese. I just uh, there's something about German food to me that is like uh, like total comfort food: mm-hmm. sausages, sauerkraut, uh, anything anything that's served in the form of a shank. I'm I'm all for it. I love shank too. I love a good shank. Yeah, they really I'm a don't big care fan too, of shank. They don't care too much about health there with the German food. What I are don't you talking they about? They're very healthy people. Are they? Okay. Oh well, yeah. Well, they do. They do look. I mean, they exercise, I guess. But as far as their diet is concerned, I don't. I don't. Let me tell you something. The day that they come up with the impossible schnitzel, <laughs> that's when German society goes into the crapper. I, lo- I love schnitzel. I love a good schnitzel. I listen schnitzel. I I could do schnitzel all day. Sometimes uh, two or three times a day, depending on the day. Uh, let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Joke of the day brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Get three years complimentary maintenance at Gary Rome Hyundai, Whiting Farms Road in Holyoke, and that's no joke. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's Classic Rock. So I uh, I go to the doctor yesterday for my, uh, you know, regular physical checkup thing, right? Yes. And the, uh, the doctor says to me after asking me all these questions, you have to stop masturbating. Really? And I was like, why? And he goes, because I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> <Hey>, <laughs> you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait, right? I couldn't stop. Yeah. He was so handsome. <laughs> Booyah! Bax and O'Brien. It's just about 6.33 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Serviu Locksmith. They got a key for that. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A bicyclist has died after being hit by a car in Northampton on Wednesday afternoon. According to the Northwestern DA's office spokesperson, uh, Lori Loisel, around 4.15 p.m., a 69-year-old Northampton man was hit by a car near the intersection of Woodlawn Avenue and Elm Street. He was taken to Cooley Dickinson Hospital where he was pronounced uh, that he had... He was pronounced dead. The driver of the car, a 23-year-old woman from Haydenville, remained at the location. No charges or citations were issued. Boy, I can identify with this one, obviously. You, you just got clipped by, uh, on your bike. Yeah, earlier this summer and head first through the handlebars. Thank God I had the helmet on, and but... Man, I was going slow. I don't know how fast this guy was going, but my heart goes out to him. Man, it's, it's horrible. People got to watch out for the cyclists, man. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a busy road out there, and mm-hmm. with a lot of people putting on, getting on their texting, and you know doing yeah. all this other stuff that are distracted from what is going on around them. Well, now I just put my bike in, in the back of my car, and I drive it to Forest Park, and I cycle safely around in there. You always see people like driving down the highway. And, you know, it's like two or three in the afternoon, and it looks like they're driving drunk, but mm-hmm. they're not. They're not. They're just texting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you look at all the uh, the bike paths that have been uh, you know painted on the on some of these major roads, like. Like in Chickabee, they had that little uh, that little ribbon candy yes. barrier thing. Yes. But you look at like some of the others. Like, okay, I, I can understand wanting to ride a bike. I totally get that. But on the other hand, I still don't know how comfortable I feel riding on some of these streets. I don't anymore. Even, yeah. even with a designated bike lane, <laughs> yes. because people simply don't pay attention to what they're doing. Nope. Stay on the sidewalk. I guess. I, I, I can you but, 
But what that, do you think you're supposed I don't to think do? that's legal. That? That's not legal, right? But not um, well, and, and you're talking about in you know in this area, not every road has a sidewalk, so you're kind of relegated right. to riding in the on the road. A uh, month-long investigation by Springfield detectives have led, has led to the arrest of three people for possession of three firearms, heroin, and cocaine. A Thursday morning around 9.20 a.m., officers from the uh, Firearms Investigation Unit, the Metro Police Unit, the U.S. Marshals Task Force Unit, the Hamden County Sheriff's Unit. I, I, I think that's about it. That's a lot of units. <laughs> it is a lot of units. Conducted a uh, search warrant on a home on the 100 block of Lincoln Street in Springfield. Before entering the home, two of the suspects... 25-year-old Brian Fernandez of Springfield and 28-year-old Ileana Berrios of Springfield were spotted outside and detained. Once inside the home, officers detained a third suspect, 18-year-old Yovanel Gonzalez Oyola of Springfield. A search of the home resulted in the seizure of two loaded semi-automatic pistols, a high-capacity magazine capable of holding 30 rounds of ammunition, parts of an unassembled semi-automatic pistol, hmm. a loaded magazine, 87 additional rounds of ammunition, approximately 7.5 grams of cocaine, approximately 22 grams of heroin in both powder and packaged form, and more than $6,100 in cash. Steve, those sound like <sighs> clues. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Dora the Explorer. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, something not right might be going on here. 87 rounds, 7 grams of cocaine... <laughs> $6,100 in cash. You're on Lincoln Street. <laughs> How'd they find it? Well, with the backpack, backpack. No, they took out the Gotta map. find the rainbow ribbon. <laughs> they used the map. <laughs> they used the and map. And they sang that insufferable I'm song. I'm a map. I'm, I'm a map. map. I'm a map. Uh, anyway, they're all in jail now, so good for them. Look at the studio filled with valuable merchandise, thousands of dollars of cash waiting to be won. On whatever it is you said, and here and here we are, grown men <laughs> yeah. citing Dora the Explorer. Well, he's going with the uh, Rain Man yeah. thing. Yeah, right. Um, a uh, driver was arrested after uh, police conducted a traffic stop uh, in uh, Springfield on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Ryan Walsh said around 2:40 p.m., officers saw a car driving with one person riding on the hood, hmm. a second person riding on the roof from the sunroof, and a third person leaning out the passenger side. Uh, recording on a phone. That's a party right there. Wow, that's a uh, that's that's being a little uh, little loose with the rules, isn't it? Well, that's a guy who thinks he's fly, also known as a buster. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine and all. I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Wow. Steve yeah. Nagel. That's impressive, yeah, right? Thank you very yeah. much. Beautifully it. done. You can Beautifully take the rest done. of the day off, Steve. Uh, that you're was great. hanging out the side of the car <laughs> and you're yelling things. The officers conducted the traffic stop near the intersection of Maine and Wendell Place as members of the C3 uh, North End unit, again with the unit, arrived to assist. The driver, identified as 20 year old Felix Martinez, allegedly pushed an officer in the chest and began to run away. Officers were able to catch him and place him into custody. They then seized a large, a loaded large-capacity firearm with 16 rounds of ammunition inside and a jacket that Martinez took off when he got out of the car and approximately 15 ounces of marijuana inside the car. Again, 15. more clues. Yeah, there's lots of stuff in here, but we got to find the map. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, we do. Uh, 
I get it when you're young and you want to do stupid things like hang out the window of a car or uh, sit on top of a car. Oh, yeah. I mean, Michael J. Fox was doing it in Teen Wolf where he was uh, surfing on top of that van throughout the entire movie. But he had tremendous athletic skill, if you remember how well he played basketball that season. Yeah, but wasn't he doing it before he found out he was the Teen Wolf? I think that yeah, was part of it. Yeah, I think so, but I think he became better at it as the movie went on. Um, and it's it's like one of these TikTok trends too. You see these kids riding the L trains or jumping on top of the subway cars. Yeah, yeah. Or the or I'm sorry, the L train cars. Because uh, in the subway, you'd probably be your head would be chopped off. Right. Um, but it's one of these uh, trendy things. Nothing so bad could I, possibly happen. I, I get it yeah. that you're young and you want you want to do this kind of thing, but you really shouldn't have you know. Firearms and 15 ounces of marijuana no. and all this other stuff that's inside because you probably would have just been cited for what you did. Yeah, it's bad. It's yeah. bad enough you're already doing some illegal stuff anyway. Yeah. Now you're just drawing attention to yourself as if this were a desperate cry for help. Sitting on the roof, on the sunroof part, one on the hood and the other one hanging out the window. Unbelievable. I, I could, you know, I, I could never. At this age, the idea of doing that seems uh, totally improbable and not even appealing. I was, you know, we've talked about like, uh, like the dirt bike problem in Springfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jenny and I went to have uh, dinner. We went to uh, to Tony's on Boston Road. Right. We love Tony's, and uh, I don't know if you know where on Boston Road that is, but uh, you know, it's it's not too far away from when Boston Road becomes State Street. Oh. Yeah, so uh, that being said. Uh, there is a, uh, a a youngster driving a uh, a dirt bike. Him and a friend, just two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one uh, who was uh, first in line was clearly. I don't want to say he was the uh, the brains behind the operation. I think that's a little strong to put uh, out there publicly. But he was doing stuff that I thought was unbelievable. He had his dirt bike in a wheelie. Okay. And I can't remember the cut, uh, the, the cut street, the intersection, uh, uh, you know, before Tony's. But he's uh, he's up on that back wheel, right? Mm-hmm. He's only holding on to the uh, the handlebars with one hand. Wow, one hand. He's got the other hand way behind him, as if to tell his buddy, "Hey, speed up a little bit. Let's uh, let's do this together." Mm-hmm. And as he's doing this, he goes through the red light, and I'm thinking. That's some real evil Knievel type stuff right there. Yep. That that is a guy who one doesn't care about uh, his own personal safety or the safety of others, but more importantly, that's a guy with tremendous dirt ba- dirt bike riding skill. Mm-hmm. Dirt, I, dirt bag dirt bike riding skills. And I don't know whether to to uh, to curse him or to applaud him. Mm-hmm. I'm really kind of uh, torn between the two. But it was like uh, it was <clears throat> it was so impressive to see. I mean that's the kind of that's like circus type of stuff right mm-hmm. there. You don't you don't, don't see that anywhere. Wasting his talents, then he should figure out a way to monetize that somehow. How do you monetize? Yeah, you that? go out to the uh, the Wick three three eight and try to win some money. You know what? You bring up an excellent point. Yeah. I mean, there's there's serious cash growing around that place. You know, whereas uh, you know we've always heard about these stories about these uh, you know uh, uh, people who help inner city youth by training them to box. And and do all you know do, mm-hmm. do all kinds of different things to better their lives so mm-hmm. they don't have to you know live uh, what they're living with. Uh, where are the where are the uh, the mentors the dirt bike mentors? Yeah, there's got to be somebody out there that said you know what 
I could turn this into not only a community service, but a very profitable business. Steve, I think you uh, you just hit you, uh, hit the nail on the head. You may have come up with a million-dollar idea. Teaching inner-city youth to ride dirt bikes the safe and proper way, and you can have fun doing it. Urban motocross. And it doesn't require you beating the snot of somebody at a traffic No, lane. you don't have to do that. But urban motocross, think about that. Oh. Inner-city youth being... Uh, trained a great skill yeah. to go over like moguls and yeah and uh, and ride you know, get all muddy and stuff. Hey Let's man, tell I, you what, you're onto something. I had Excite Bike. If that thing was real, <laughs> yeah. See, I would have had uh, pyramid shaped hills all over. Oh, the Oh yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I think you, I, you are onto something. Uh, the Orange Police. Orange Police. Yes, they're they're colored orange. They're really yeah. interesting. They're like like Oompa Loompas. Oompa little Oompa Loompas. Hmm. The Orange Police uh, is warning residents of a vacuum cleaner salesperson that's going door-to-door in town without a permit. What is this, 1948? Uh, that's what I was thinking, too. Police uh, say they have received calls from the community for a very rude vacuum clean uh, vacuum cleaner salesperson. Is he selling Bibles, rude. too? I don't know. Uh, I, I want to know what that means, though, the very rude part, because they don't elaborate. Does he dump stuff on your carpet the moment you open the door? Yeah. You know what? You need one of these in your house. You better take it. You're not going to take it? Well, screw you, then. <laughs> and then you just leave the yeah. dirt on the floor. Uh, or, uh, this person does not have a permit to solicit, according to the uh, department. Apparently, you need a permit up in Orange to solicit vacuum sales from door to door. I had no idea. Or any other kind of thing. Doesn't this guy know that there's Amazon now? That people can I don't know. vacuum you know, cleaners door to door? These are clearly scams. There was a, a time over the summer, uh, just before like all the kids were going back to school, mm-hmm. that this guy showed up at my house. Um, I wasn't there, but I was talking to him through the camera. Yeah, he was uh, he was selling magazines for his college or so. Like he was trying to uh, some kind of fundraiser. Sure. I'm like, dude, do you even realize where you are? <laughs> like people don't go door to door here in this town. Like yeah. this the houses are so spread far spread so far apart that we know you don't belong here. So it's time to turn around and go back to wherever you came from. Yeah. I had the same problem with these young girls in the neighborhood who were trying to sell cookies and little uniforms. <laughs> I told them to get off my freaking Preposterous. Lawn. I said, get you out of here with your little scam, your what? little cookie scam, and keep going. But seriously, though, who is who is doing this 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 whole thing? The the the, sa- the sales. Listen, there's only one industry that that where door-to-door sales make a great deal of sense, and that is, without a doubt... Solar panel sales. And that's it. Okay. That's it. Solar panel sales. If, if there's a solar panel guy uh, in my neighborhood, I will allow. I will bring him in. I will serve him coffee. We're going to talk about solar energy for a good five or six hours before I say, get out of my house, I'm not buying it. Or maybe even food. Random DoorDash, where you don't order anything, but somebody brings you food. I'm like, yeah. That would be all right. I'll buy some of that. I thought those little girls with the cookies were going to be <laughs> yeah. doing that thing, but then I realized they wanted money for those dosy doughs and Thin Mints. I think I told you about the guy that came over to my house. We were, we were looking for windows years ago. Yeah. For And and we had the and my wife had called this guy to, from this, I don't even know what the name of the company was now, but he comes over and he does this three-hour presentation about windows and walking us around the house. And I'm like, all right, get to the point. And how much does this cost? And he, uh, he, he, you know, he's doing this whole, 
thing window with the heat lamp in uh-huh. it to show you how the heat doesn't come through the other side because oh, yeah. they're the best windows that they have to offer. And, blah, da, 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 da. and finally, I'm like, how much? <laughs> and he goes, now to get this, seven windows and two doors. He wanted $29,000. Oh, God. And I was like, get out of my house. <laughs> I was like, dude, I work at Rock 102. I make $2,000 less than what your proposed price is for the entire job is. <laughs> the thing that you had to sit yeah. through three hours of a boring yeah, was, window it, it, presentation it, it, to be told, I'm going to screw you for yeah. thousands of dollars. There's not so, even a timeshare at the end of it. For there Christ. should be. This was going back like probably 13 or 14 years ago. And Ugh. I could not believe that this guy comes out with that number. Twenty nine grand. Wow. And I'm like, I literally made only two thousand dollars less than his full like price offer. Will you take a check without uh, adequate uh, funding? Yeah, I, I yeah. The, the, these people these are scammers. Unbelievable. Going door to door. Uh, back in the old days you'd pick up your date by driving over to their home and ringing the doorbell. These days you send someone you, you don't know to do it. Uh, Tinder has partnered with Lyft. To add a feature where you can buy a lift for your date within the app. And it isn't just a courtesy, it's also for a safety feature. The person buying the ride doesn't get any details about the date's address, but they can set the time and value of the credit they want to purchase. Then the recipient gets a link through a text or email, they cash it in, and boom, you're banging delivery style. Man, that's all right. Sounds pretty good. Did you ever get your pussy cat <laughs> delivered to your house? <laughs> No, I usually call for pickup. You know, that's one of those things, though, where you got to make sure uh, that the date is the person they say they are on the other end of that Tinder uh, sure. transaction. Because what if they show up in the, if they show up in the lift and they're not what they perceive themselves to be online? Right. You need to make sure that that lift driver doesn't leave right away. And they normally do because they got other, yeah, they, they got, got other stops. They got other lift things to do. Yeah, yeah. My, th- I've never really done any of those things, so it's hard for me to say how these things work out. But I know if I were doing it, I'd want to put the very best uh, picture I could, and if that means lots of filters and uh, <laughs> and editing mm-hmm. to make me look like I'm, you know, a, a strapping 185 pounds and at least five inches taller than I am. Oh, I- Doggone it, I'm going to do it. I always Photoshop my uh, my head uh, over the body of Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know? That's a smart idea. Like and like an old picture, too. Well, you know, with a shirt on, Steve, you could be you could be or you know, confused with a power lifter. Or just uh, I don't know. Without the shirt on, I don't uh I don't think you're well, that's why see it was very specific. Lifter, yeah. That's why I was very specific to mention the shirt. That's why I don't take my shirt off at the beach. <laughs> or just Mommy, wear- that woman's walking around naked. Just wear She's the pregnant. shirt when you get to the final <laughs> chapter there. When you get to the actual payoff, yeah. just just do it clothed. Then you're all set. Or in the dark. Clothed or in the dark. Well, there you go. That's not a bad uh, bad way to do there it. Uh, easy in, easy out. <laughs> sure. Just like the guy at the Big E parking last week. Easy in, easy out. Just like my ex-wife. <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 75. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 64. It's very foggy right now, but that'll taper off around 11 a.m. It's 54 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. 
Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool. Classic Rock at 658 and Santana on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today after the fog tapers off and a high of 75. Uh, tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 64. It's 54 right now in downtown Springfield. I know a lot of times. So real quick, uh, tonight, actually this afternoon, I'm going to be at Table and Vine in West Springfield from uh, 4 to 6 for their big uh, Bogle Winery Rhythm and Vine event. Uh, it's a family-owned winery. It's focused on making wines that can be enjoyed every single day. Uh, in fact, uh, a bottle of Bogle Cabernet Sauvignon, which I believe is how you pronounce it, is uh, <laughs> Sauvignon. Sauvignon is nine ninety-eight a bottle. That's a pretty good price for good wine. Plus, Man, you can get drunk pretty cheap. You're damn right. Plus, you can register to win uh, a pair of tickets to Stone Temple Pilots at the Palladium in Worcester on November 5th. That's this afternoon. Table and Vine, West Springfield, me and the road crew from 4 to 6 on Rock 102. Uh... I don't, I, there's nothing else, man. It's 6.59. I don't know what the hell we're going to yeah, do. Well, we're, we're all out of time here, but we got something coming up in just a little while. I promise. <laughs> On Rock 102. If you need a job with flexible hours, boy, howdy, do we have a job for you. We need a sales... Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be honest. My days of deviously malicious fraud and international intrigue are way behind me. I don't really have the energy nor the desire to run scams, steal identities, falsify documents, or bilk people out of their money. Those days are long gone. Today, I just want to sit back, cool my jets, and leave that sort of illegal activity to today's aimlessly troubled youth. Unfortunately, not every responsible adult has come to the same conclusions in life as I have. Sometimes grown men still like a healthy dose of defrauding the system, even when the threat of a federal indictment is staring you right in the face while doing it. Yesterday, 18 former NBA players were charged with defrauding the league's health and welfare benefits plan by allegedly submitting false insurance claims. These claims were for medical and dental procedures that never happened. And yet these 18 former players still found a way to pocket more than $2.5 million. In one case, one player was said to have received $48,000 worth of root canals on eight different teeth in the same day. That procedure never actually happened. And yet, the paperwork was submitted, and the guy kept the reimbursement all for himself. Now, you might think, well, I'm glad nobody in the Boston Celtics was involved in this scam. Well, I hate to break it to you, because of the 18 players charged, eight of them played for the Celtics, including Sebastian Telfair, Tony Allen, Terrence uh, Williams, Milt Palaccio, and Glenn Big Baby Davis. In fact, Terrence Williams was allegedly the mastermind behind the whole thing. Now, of course... Conspiracy to commit health care fraud and identity theft are federal crimes, and each one of these guys could be looking at 20 years in prison where they will be eligible for all kinds of taxpayer-provided health and dental coverage. Which, of course, leads me to wonder if any one of these fellas needed a legitimate health or dental procedure, is there any way we could skip the procedure altogether and the taxpayers would get to keep the reimbursement this time? Because to me, that would seem like only the fair thing to do. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Steven at the Palmer Rockies is a steel power equipment expert. Steven is trained by steel. He can repair your steel chainsaw, your backpack blower, or whatever you need. You need advice in outdoor power equipment? Steven's your guy at the Palmer Rockies from Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Fields Classic Rock at 713 and Foreigner.
on Rock 102. Going to be uh, after the fog tapers off anyway. Mostly sunny with a high of 75. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 64. It's 54 and foggy right now in downtown Springfield. Steve, refresh my memory. How many news stories have we done over the last couple of years about uh, you know the bad behavior of the Massachusetts State Police? Uh, more than I can uh, count. More than like uh, 20, 30? Well, maybe not that many, but 15, quite a few. 18? You had like three big ones, which turned into you know probably fifteen or twenty. Right. So yeah. you know whether it's uh, whether it's like no show jobs or yeah. overtime issues or you know, what have you. Like you know the Massachusetts State Police are uh, you know always uh, you know under you know you are always finding themselves in trouble. Uh, yeah. This I think this story that came out uh, just the other day and uh, this. Uh, this uh, story came out uh, yesterday on Mass Live about uh, state police in Braintree may be the worst, most offensive uh, thing they've ever done. Come on. Yeah. Do you want me to read the story? Or no, I'm gonna. I want to play the video for you and let uh, CBS in Boston explain it because right. it's it it really. It really takes a lot of detail to understand what's going on here. Trooper under investigation for an off-duty fight, and that's not the only problem the state police are facing now. The I-Team's chief investigator, Cheryl Fiendaka, joins us now with what she has uncovered. Cheryl? Well, David, sources tell the I-Team several state troopers are now facing possible discipline after two videos surfaced. One shows that fight on the street. The second shows shenanigans at the police academy. Shenanigans. The I-Team obtained this video of what looks like a slip and slide. Cell phone video shows several state police trainees at the New Braintree Academy. You can see the trainees appearing to be emptying a water cooler jug along a dormitory hallway while others watch. Moments later, one of the trainees in shorts with no shirt, wearing a tactical helmet and leg pads, slides from one end to the other on the wet floor. No one got hurt, but the hijinks is now under investigation by the state police, who tell the I-team in a statement, the department relieved of duty two members for failing to intercede in a potentially unsafe and unofficial activity. Both department members had an obligation to end the activity, which had no place or purpose in a professional training setting. You know, I have a hard time imagining uh, Tackleberry and Hightower getting involved in these kind of shenanigans in the real police academy. What do you mean unsafe, man? They were wearing helmets and protective leggings. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You have, those, you have any idea how much those big water cooler jugs are worth? Spilling water all over a hallway? Well, actually, you can pick them up for like five bucks at Walmart. Still, that's yeah. five bucks that goes to the, the, the Massachusetts taxpayer. They're well, just trying to let off a little steam here. I mean, come on. This isn't bad. Well, here's here's the issue again. Uh, somebody thought this was a good idea to put this on a video and yeah. then share it to their friends. And then their friends were like... Yeah. Hey, let me put this up on my social media experience, and it'll get shared, uh, you know, three times the world over. And here we are. See, whenever I uh, use the word dormitory and hijinks and state police in the same sentence, mm -hmm. it was usually hijinks in a dormitory broken up by the state police, not so much <laughs> that they would be involved in it themselves. Right. It could have been a worse activity. I mean, it was just a slip and slide down the hallway. I mean, they could have been throwing jarts at each other or playing. It would have been more disturbing if they were playing Twister or something like that. You know, they're just having a little fun during Listen, the downtime. Yeah, but it, see, this, this is, again, you know, I'm sure this happens probably all the time. There's probably all kinds of sure. hijinks going on among sure. the crew. 
but the idea of videotaping it, that's mm-hmm. the where you get yourself in trouble. Yeah, this, you, when you, out of sight, out of mind. If nobody knew that this was going on, nobody would be talking about it today. When you think about how much of a bullet we dodged as kids, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and kids, I'm talking like college-age kids, mm-hmm. when you had the means and the wherewithal to run you know, fun stuff like this, when you think about what that must would have been like for us, knowing that it's like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. You'll no people will talk, but yes. can you really believe it? Well, now, now you've got cell phone evidence to prove all the stupid things you do. I thank God I was born well before cell phones. <laughs> to Steve's point, and you're singling out the Massachusetts State Police, Bax. I mean, don't you think this goes on at other uh, state police headquarters across the United States? I mean, God, I on. hope so. I hope I hope they do. <laughs> right. I hope every state in America has uh, state police trainees. Doing the slip and slide thing, and at least these guys aren't getting fake root canals and bilking people out of money. Well, that's that's true. Come too. on, man. That's true too. But then, what was the second part of that story, though? the The second part of the story was a uh, was a fight, an altercation involving an off duty trooper, uh, where somebody apparently uh, you know hit the ground, and 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 that's also on video. You know, yeah. that's not so much uh, you know guys blowing off steam. Although I don't know that. <laughs> don't know that True. for sure. I mean, True. it's always, you know, he just, you know, a hard day on the job and just felt like punching someone right in the suck. But <laughs> It's like State Police Fight Club. First yeah. rule of State Police Fight Club, you don't talk about there State is no, Police There is Fight no State Club. Police Fight right. Club, exactly. but right. they are, there is a slip and slide. Well, uh, I would uh, attribute this kind of behavior to, um, you know, there's not too many people out there that really want to be police officers right now. True. So you're going to take what you can get at some point. So I would think that the uh, you know level of people that are being accepted into this right. particular organization might not be as fit or mentally fit, mm-hmm. if you will, than the previous classes. Well, again, like you say, Steve, these are, these are trainees. These are not... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well-seasoned, on-the-job state police, you know, because you know, when those guys want to burn off steam, they go get drunk in a bar like every other cop in America. But here, you know, they're just they're just doing the kinds of things that any college student would do. I mean, if if we didn't have carpeting in the, the hallways of my dormitories, mm-hmm. we would have done the same thing. Sure. But if we did that and where I went to college, you'd have a terrible, you know, look like carpet burn in your chest. Yeah, it would be awful. It would be it- very painful and unsightly. But again, the the factors in here are probably uh, accepting people that may not have been accepted before to fill your quota of, of recruits. <laughs> oh come on! Oh, quota. Or, you know, cops don't have quotas. Well, they have heard quotas. that a million they times. They got quotas, but um, <laughs> and the fact that somebody's videotaping it—that's your mistake. Yes. yes, that's the root cause of your all your woes is videotaping it. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun in our youth. You kids don't know what it was like to have fun knowing that there was the, the chance of anyone finding out, including your parents or administrators mm-hmm. or or law enforcement. You have no idea how f- liberating that was back in the 80s and early 90s. You're, uh, you're absolutely right about that, uh, about not having that kind of technology. Even when I was, uh, was going through that whole uh, college experience. Do you have any pictures that could have been taken that could have... Uh, 
well, maybe boosted my career in this business. But, yeah, uh, right. You know, hurt me. <laughs> but in the legitimate business world, yeah, it would yeah, have had a negative I effect. Did, I did some really stupid stuff while all hopped up on booze. I think we all did. Yeah. Steve, I, I, Dave, you must have done some stupid stuff along the way. Never. Gotta go. See you guys. Sure, yeah. right. Exactly. Exactly. We're all guilty of it. Because we could get away with it. Yes. Yeah, and again, no cell phones back when we were growing up. There wasn't so. even cameras in my dorm. Right. Like, there was no cameras in the hallways or even in the entranceways. I, I knew a couple kids that had uh, cameras, but, I mean, they didn't have money for film. They didn't have money yeah, for developing. Right. There was nobody who had their own, you know... Their own, uh, you know, developing room. You know, none of that stuff. And I stopped at a tag sale last weekend in uh, in East Hampton, and this yeah. guy was selling one of them old VHS cameras. Oh, like, really? Like the old Panasonic uh, giant. Well, you with, had to put the video cassette inside the of it. Whole video cassette inside. He wanted fifty dollars for it, but it was too rich for my blood. Fifty dollars. Yeah. He should. He should have given you fifty dollars to take it off his hands. Uh, that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was saying. But, that's ridiculous. Uh, that, w- that would have been a cool uh, little piece of nostalgia to own. You know, the first time I saw a cell phone with a camera on it, mm-hmm. there was a there was a, a gnaw in my stomach. Really? Because I could almost predict the future at that point. I'm wow. like, we're not going to be able to get away with anything now. Mm-hmm. All the fun that we used to have has now been evaporated well, you into, still ha- into the ether. You still have to hit record, to Steve's point. Well, when I saw the lens for the first time, I'm like, great, I can take pictures of my penis now and send them to random people. Yeah, well, you know, you never had that opportunity to do that before. No. Unless you had like a like a, like a a Polaroid. Yeah. And, and no one's going to do, you know, no one's going to waste perfectly good Polaroid uh, paper on that kind of stuff. And I didn't need to see those pictures my first day on the job either here. Thanks, Steve. For well, that, that was part of the interview process. <laughs> you know, uh, one time we were uh, interviewing uh, uh, Tom Cotter's wife, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, and, she's, and he told me, he goes, here's her number. You can reach out to her and set up the interview. And uh, you, uh, if you want to send a few D pics, you go right ahead wow. and do so. <laughs> All right. So I, uh, I I texted her. Uh, we set up the interview, and I said, "Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Tom wanted me to send you a D pic," and I just sent a picture of him. <laughs> and then she goes, "My, that's the biggest D I've ever seen." <laughs> Are they still married? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's seven twenty three at Rock one hundred two. Forget what you think you know about Six Flags Fright Fest. That place doesn't exist. 27 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. You know, if you ever miss a Bax and O'Brien show, uh, even though the stream has been down for part of uh, the part of the morning, uh, you can check out the Bax and O'Brien Daily Podcast. So if you missed it because you listened to the stream or whatever, you go back to the podcast and listen to it all over again. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BaxandO'Brien.com. Baxy's musical podcast this week, my guest Rick Wakeman of Yes!, He's coming to the Academy of Music on the 15th, and I got a real good one coming up on Monday. I haven't decided which one because I've actually got a couple ones to choose from, but uh, some some real good stuff coming up next week on the podcast on BaxNobrian.com. Yeah, we know the, uh, the stream is down, uh, but uh, people who have the only way to listen to us is by stream, uh, they're not going to hear us say that. True, so. but maybe if you know somebody who listens only on the stream, you could let them know. Well, you could listen to the podcast and catch up with it all. My uh, my instant messenger is blowing up. Hey, uh, you know your stream is down? Hey, you know your stream is down? Yeah. I've had a couple of uh, texts this morning, one from a cousin who listens regularly, mm-hmm. and uh, she said, hey, uh, are you aware that your stream is down? I'm like, No. <laughs> I've only been hearing about it for like the last hour. Well, I mean, uh, sometimes people, uh, you, you, we might not know about it. 
We don't know about it until it actually happens because we don't listen to the stream while we're doing the show because it's a little bit behind of what we're actually doing. Listen, we barely listen to ourselves, never mind where it's coming yeah. from. So, and I just, uh, you know, you, I started out in this business like doing everything, like trying to put my nose, uh, finding out how things work. Sure. You know, a real little go-getter around the office. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, pri- I had a lot of pride in myself uh, knowing how to do these, like, engineering tasks sure. and things like that. Right. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get my engineering chops out, and I'm going to go uh, in that back room back there and see if I can fix things. Yeah, I saw that. How'd that work out? That didn't work out very well, because I'm like, uh, I don't know what computer it is. Yeah. Yeah, There's all these buttons and knobs and it's, beepy it's, things. It's not really the kind of room you want to go experimenting no. by touching buttons and wires and stuff. No, but uh, you know, in 20 years' time that I've been in this business... The equipment has changed dramatically. Yeah. Like it's not like it used to be like these old dials and things like that on the on the equipment. Mm-hmm. Now it's all buttons and it's like code and yeah. And you're and you're still a relatively young man. Imagine yeah. what old farts like Dave and I have to do. I know. We don't know what's going on here. And uh, it takes us a while now to uh, to kind of embrace new technology around here. But I have no idea what the hell's going on in that room. Uh, it's there's smoke, there's fire coming out of there. <laughs> Call Josh. Yeah, he's the guy to do it. It's 7.30, we have news next to Rock 102. 8 a.m. every Thursday. Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering a free down payment coupon valued at over, valued at $1,400. Call today and mention Rock 102 for this special October offer. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A 69-year-old bicyclist died Wednesday afternoon when he was struck by a car on Elm Street near Childs Park in Northampton, according to the Northwestern DA's office. The man, whose name was not released, was pronounced dead at Cooley Dickinson Hospital following the 4.15 p.m. crash on Elm Street near Woodlawn Avenue. The driver of the car, a 23-year-old woman from the Haydenville section of Williamsburg, remained at the scene and was uh, cooperating with police. No charges or citations were issued. The crash remains under investigation by the Northampton Police, the Mass State Police, and the Northwestern DA's office and the uh, State Police Reconstruction Team. Mm. Uh, the real tragedy this morning, out in where? Where? 40... There, man. A where, man. <clears throat> where, man? There, man. <laughs> A 41-year-old where, man, is being summoned to court to answer charges that he allegedly rammed his vehicle into the Brusso Liquor Mart on Main Street. Police estimate more than $10,000 worth of merchandise was destroyed, in addition to the building uh, and damage and several shattered panes of glass. The incident happened on the evening of September 25th. Dispatch was called in at 10.50 p.m. shortly before the liquor store was to close that Saturday night to report two men in separate vehicles were quarreling in the parking lot. Oh, fuck crying out loud. What kind of quarrel I don't know. do you have in a liquor store parking lot? Trying to to decide what flavor schnapps you wanted to buy? Uh, Moments later, a car crashed into the building, resulting in many smashed bottles of booze. Can you imagine being the dude working there? I mean, you're almost done with your shift. You're about to lock up, getting ready to maybe start your weekend, and then boom, some dude drives right through the window. Especially if it's the owner. Especially if it's the owner of the place, too. You're going to be there all night long. Mm -hmm. An arraignment date has not been set. Uh, Eastern Hampshire District Court in Belchertown has issued a summons for the man to appear, according to the Ware Police, who did not identify him. The man will be charged with destruction of property, malicious damage using a motor vehicle, leaving the scene, negligent operation, and assault and battery of the nature's weapon. That's awful. I mean, all that booze destroyed. 
Oh, it's just a, it's a tragedy Terrible. is what it is. This is, uh, I can't believe this is happening in our town. I know. You know, they don't have scratch and dent sales at these places either. So, mm-hmm. you know, say like a, like a label gets scratched. Yeah. I don't know if you can, uh, I don't know if you can sell that. I don't think you can. It wasn't even after midnight. It was like 10, 10 something, right? Jeez. Yeah, it was 10.50 p.m. Oh. It was right before they were about to close. Jesus. Mm-hmm. The whole night's ruined. A uh, driver was arrested after police conducted a traffic stop in Springfield Wednesday afternoon. According to Ryan Walsh, around 2.40 p.m., officers saw a car driving with one person riding on the hood, a second person riding on the roof from the sunroof, and a third person leaning out the passenger side window recording on a phone. You know what that is? No. That's a scrub, my friend. That's right. You know what a scrub is? No, but I think you're going to tell us. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, they're going to tell you right now. Because a scrub is... A scrub is a guy who thinks he's flying, also known as a buster. <laughs> this is what he's doing. He's yelling out the side of the window. That's what he's doing. He's trying to pick up chicks. Well, want your number? No. I don't want to give you mine and no. <laughs> you know what's great about this? Steve is looking right at yeah. me. He's not looking at a lyric I don't sheet. Want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can get no love from me. Hanging on the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at me. See, I love this tune. Steve, I wasn't even sure you could spell TLC. I, uh, even if I, I spotted you the T and the L. <laughs> I can't, but I know uh, the lyrics uh, from front to back. Wow. Like that, huh? Very good. They're yeah. going to add this tune into the regular rotation on Rock nah, 102. I don't think so. We you should, know? though. Man, what a classic. <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I had a, had hired a, a babysitter that uh, you know had a few times, and she wanted she's probably like 22 or 23. She's like, uh, yeah, I'll take the kids out later on. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And then uh, the kids uh, proceed to tell me uh, later on uh, that, uh, hey, someone, some guy was yelling at her outside the babysitter right. at this intersection uh, trying to pick her up. No kidding. Yeah. And I said, well, you know what that is? That's a scrub. Trying to holler at me. This is what happens. Yeah. You get uh, you get uh, you get cat called while you're sitting at a traffic light. Uh, that is a scrub. Unbelievable. <laughs> too bad it's not two for Tuesday. We get waterfalls next too. No, uh, oh, we, we may, we may. <laughs> don't don't tempt me, Dave. <laughs> I mean, don't if you are rain the forecast, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, the uh, driver uh, identified as 20 year old. Felix Martinez allegedly pushed an officer in the chest and began to run away. Officers were able to catch him and place him in custody. They then seized a loaded large-capacity firearm with 16 rounds of ammunition found inside of a jacket that Martinez took off when he got out of the car and approximately 15 ounces of marijuana found inside as well. Now, if you have 15 ounces of marijuana on you, would you necessarily be driving irresponsibly like this? I wouldn't. No, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Well, it depends how much of it was in you as well at True. the time. But I find that that uh, you know when I'm carrying something illegal, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it happens on an awful lot, but on those off moments when it happens, <laughs> I try not to draw attention to myself. Drive very carefully. I, I follow the mm-hmm. speed limits. I, I pay attention to the stop signs sure. and, the, and the street lights, and I do everything I can to not break the law while I am transporting illegal contraband. Uh, MGM Springfield now has their hotel open an additional day as they continue to work towards getting back to normal operations. Since June, you could book a hotel room from Friday to Monday, and now Thursday is an option. Oh, if 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 only back backpage.com were still in business
Uh, this is because they're finally getting filling positions. I don't think they wrote that right. Filling positions? They're finally getting filling positions. Maybe they did bring Backpage.com back on. As their director of hospitality pointed out, they're, they're having more success uh, with this on the hotel side. So more people are working for the hotel than are working for the actual casino. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we see, uh, we're starting to see a lot of demand come back, specifically on the casino side and also from the catering and conference side. So as we reopen uh, our amenities, this is probably a key part to re our reopening strategy, said uh, Abe Berry, the president of hospitality. Barry said you shouldn't have a problem finding a room available despite the limited staff right now. He added that uh, he added that they are still providing guests with dog-friendly rooms equipped with doggy snacks and water bowls. I didn't know they did that. I didn't realize my, uh, you could bring a dog to the casino. I didn't know you could either. I've never seen a dog walking around the floor uh, of the casino. I, well, I mean, the, the security dog that's out there. Yeah, but I've never seen like a, a, uh, even a service dog from uh, a guest. Well, maybe they have to be confined to the rooms that they're in. The dog-friendly rooms. I don't there's, know. A, there's a lot more crap out on the gaming floor than uh, <laughs> would be if a dog was out there. Uh, Governor Charlie Baker announced yesterday the distribution of $2.9 million in federal grants for security improvements at nonprofit and faith-based organizations that are considered to be high risk of a terrorist attack or being targeted for violence. The money is awarded through FEMA and will be distributed by the State Executive Public uh, Office of Public Safety and Security's Office of Grants and Research. 31 organizations across the state will receive uh, grants between $30,000 and $150,000. Uh, the Big E got $100,000. Wow. Wow. Because you know, they, were, they, they were really hurting this year. Yeah. The two local ones, the Jewish Community Center, $89,000. Actually, According to Mass Live, eighty nine thousand zero five hundred dollars. That's the way they wrote <laughs> zero five hundred. Okay, yeah. uh, and then the the Big E got a hundred hundred grant. Uh, yeah, I, I think know. the Jewish Community Center is more deserving of more money than the Big E is. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the Big E just prints out money, whereas uh, the Jewish Community Center. You know, helps the entire community, and they provide loads of services. Yes, and uh, they were attacked uh, a couple of years ago, or last year, uh, by somebody trying to firebomb the, firebomb the front of their building. I forgot about that. Yes. Yes. So that would where you would need the extra security. Mm -hmm. The Big E already looks like a bomb went off. <laughs> Terrorists would go to the Big E and go, somebody already hit this place. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Well, listen, if you have, like, a rumble in the midway and no one talks about it for days after it happens. I guess. Yeah, so. where, where is, maybe they maybe they do need the security, so that kind of thing doesn't happen again. A uh, student in Braintree participated in a slap-a-teacher TikTok challenge Wednesday, a trend that Massachusetts districts have been concerned about. We had our first case in the district today, the district said, according to uh, CBS News. Please be aware that physically assaulting any staff member in the Braintree schools will immediately result in notification to the police department and significant school-based discipline up to and including expulsion. The challenge is one of multiple officials uh, and districts across the Commonwealth are warning about. The TikTok challenges are associated with the hashtag devious licks. Have, have we already moved on from <laughs> you know climbing up milk crates and loosening up lug nuts? Yeah, we've already moved on to that. We're, that's uh, like that's we're, like yesterday's we're, challenge. We're slapping the teachers now. That's yeah. not a good idea. No, Don't do that. I wish I could have slapped Mr. D'Amico back in sixth grade. You know I what? Tell that, you. It'll, it'll ultimately affect your grade. Yeah, I was uh, I was uh, assaulted by a teacher uh, when I was like eight years old. Really? Yeah. 
What happened? Some other kid told uh, him his name was Mr. Plum. He was the gym teacher. And he was like this, uh, you know, former Marine. Mm-hmm. Really had a, had a, an anger uh, management issue that probably shouldn't have allowed him to be working with children. Sure. But he uh, he did. And uh, he uh, this kid says, oh, he gave me the middle finger, like pointing to me. And I was like, I didn't give you the middle finger. If I did, I would have let everybody know I did. Sure, right. And this guy comes up and he goes, you got a problem with your hands, Nagel? And he takes me and he grabs me by the shirt and he slams me into the brick wall. Wow. What? Yeah. And uh, I was too afraid to say anything about it at the time because it was like, this guy is going to kill me. So we've already identified Mr. Plum over there. Mr. Plum Mr. D'Amico for me. Who would it have been for you? It would have been Colonel Mustard in the conservatory. (laughs) Uh, I I had a, I don't want to say his name, but oh. let's just <clears throat> what's it rhyme with? Uh, Cuthbertson. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he was a guy that thought I was always in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because I had this reputation as a class clown. Yep. He uh, he didn't realize, and he was an English teacher and the baseball coach. And a guy that wasn't on the baseball team, he had no way of knowing. That I wasn't the disruptive class clown. Yeah, your baseball I, career ended as a first baseman in Little League. I think we've established that yeah, already. Yeah, I, I caught a baseball to the face, mm-hmm. and uh, that ended that dream. But, um, yeah, he, uh, he he always thought that I was a troublemaker, and and that was never the case. Yeah, I had a, I had a big lump on my head from this guy. Wow. Because my body, like my head hit the wall. My, my shoulders probably hit the wall first, and mm-hmm. then my head slammed into the wall and bounced back off. Eight years old. Yeah. See, then in, in, in a in a situation like that, you could have, you know, balled up the fi- your fist, giving that guy a haymaker right upside the head, mm-hmm. yeah, and you would have been happened. suspended, yeah. even though he was falsely accusing you of God knows what. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, Mister well, Rhymes with Cuthbertson definitely deserves something. Well, let me tell you something. You don't want to be hitting your teachers because sometimes the teacher can hit back, <laughs> and when they do. It hurts. It hurts bad. Don't hit a teacher. Don't hit, any, don't hit anybody, especially your teacher. A uh, 38-year-old man in uh, Pittsburgh named Kinsey Basco is facing charges for open lewdness and indecent exposure. Back in July, a police officer caught him pleasuring himself in his car while sitting in a gas station parking lot. Is that wrong? Yeah, apparently it is. That's wrong? His pants were down around his ankles, and he was watching porn on his phone. And when the uh, officer asked him what he was doing, he said, taking care of business, man. Taking care of business. Woo! Right taking up the wahoo. Wow. Was he Woo! doing the TCB? Uh, he apologized to the cop and said he got carried away with himself. He'll have a preliminary hearing in January. It's not clear why we're just hearing about this now. The uh, This part's kind of creepy, though. It turns out Kinsey is a gymnastics instructor and was on his way home from work when he stopped at the gas station. Was he working on the pummel horse? I guess so. The uneven parallels. He's getting a little self-serve, that's for sure. Damn. He'll tumble for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, The place where he works uh, says he's highly respected and there's never been an issue up to and including this moment. (laughs) (laughs) You heard about that Nasser guy? He come highly recommended by him. Mm -hmm. They claim his job had nothing to do with the business he was taking care of in his car, but he's on leave until they see how his uh, trial Shakes out, get it? I shake, shake out. out. Got yeah. it. I uh, I'm very much a uh, there's a time and a place mm. 
type of guy. You know, like uh, I, that's that's my motto. There's a time and a place in a parking lot in my car. Neither the time nor the place at, at a gas station, no less, where there's lots of other people pulling in and out. Well, I'm not. Well, there you right, go. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying a gas station is an appropriate place to do it. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know, while you're filling your tank is not uh, not the time where you're uh, sword fighting the five headed hydrant. Yes. Right. Or uh, fussing the dog. The right-handed knuckle chopper, <laughs> uh, punishing Percy in your palm. Yes, yes, right. The two-fingered slot Roomba. What are you trying to say, Steve? What I'm trying to say is I'm wrestling the bald-headed <laughs> champion while doing the fireman's dance. It's taking care of business. Disarming Every the day. disarming Every the way. vaginal seeking missile. Okay, there Pitting you go. the pickle. Very good, Stephen. Punching the zombie. Stephen. Solitary confinement. <laughs> Procrastinating. That's where you wait. That's where you wait. You're a pioneer. Your Pioneer Valley uh, forecast, proudly brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Not anymore. You want that frothy goodness at the top? Open up a can of Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. It's 54 right now in downtown Springfield, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Tell two. One in the cars on Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today after the fog tapers off and a high of 76. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy and a high of 62. It's 53 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, tonight is the uh, opening night for the Mighty Oktoberfest at the Student Prince in downtown Springfield. You can uh, purchase your tickets uh, online at studentprince.com slash Oktoberfest tonight. Or, or... Or you can win a four-pack of tickets right now. Tenth caller, 293-1021. Tonight, the Unforgettable Fire. Tomorrow night, LA's Backstage Pass. And then next weekend, you got Trailer Trash and Aquanet. And then the final weekend, the 22nd and 23rd, Southern Rain and the Savage Brothers. A great lineup of music. they got a uh, special Oktoberfest uh, menu uh, at the Student Prince uh, during the entire month. So you can check that out also. It's got everything you like, like the... Uh, the fried cheese and the big pretzel and the, the butterfly shrimp and shanks. Loads I, of shanks. I was hoping they'd uh, bring back that stein hoisting competition. That was fun. That was fun. That was. You I, know how hard that is to do? To, to keep, the, to uh, keep yeah. that thing steady and at a certain like angle. You can only go like a couple of degrees either way right? Uh, when you're holding that thing. And uh, it gets pretty heavy pretty quickly. You know what else is uh, surprisingly hard to do? Uh, the tapping of the keg for uh, for May for their uh, Mayfest. Oh, that's what you got to do with the sledgehammer, right? You got to do it with the sledgehammer. And there were a couple of, there were a couple of times when uh, like the mayor would take a few whacks at it. I would take a few whacks at it, and it, it would take Rudy, uh, you know, the former owner. Yeah. He was the only one that really had the knack. Five seconds to do it. Two two whacks wow. of the hammer, and that thing was uh, was spraying beer all over the place. But that's only because uh, he had done it for so many years. He it's had like, the touch. Uh, he yeah, had the touch. It's like uh, you do it for, uh, the first time ever. He ain't going to do it. Even Mayor Dom Dom himself couldn't do that. You would, you would think that uh, that Dominic would be able to do it without a problem. I am going to bust this keg open like I'd bust the head of a dirt bike rider riding through my city. Exactly. Look, there's one over there right now. Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Oktoberfest is, uh, it starts tonight, 5 o'clock. The band start at 7 o'clock. And again, 10th caller could win that four-pack of tickets. It's 759, a Rock 102. Save yourself 30% at the 350 Grill. And dump.
Yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 814. Wow, that's <clears> a new <throat> remix of that one. I didn't know about that one there. All right there, Bon <laughs> Scott. I think you can stop <laughs> choking on your own vomit. Uh, it's uh, 814 of Rock 102. Did you see what the... Um, did you see what the death certificate for Bon Scott reads, by the way? No. For, for, for the cause of death? I think it's something like, and you can check this, excessive frivolity. Frivolity? Something along those lines. Now, I probably huh. could check it and see it, it's, but it's some, it's some phrase similar to that. I, I didn't realize that. There were, there were terminal cases of I mean, frivolity. I mean, wow. that, that is a coroner with a sense of humor right yeah, there. Yeah, no kidding. You ever, uh, you ever go on Reddit? At all? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I go on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I love, I love this site. There's so many different categories, and there's so much to watch. You could be at, uh, you know, you start out looking uh, maybe at a news story, and then all of a sudden you're watching some dude get his ass kicked at a, uh, or actually you're watching uh, two cops slip and slide down the hallway of a state police <laughs> barracks building. safely with helmets yeah. and leg protection. Well, you got to be responsible. Yes. But they have this uh, this one subreddit called uh, "Am I the a hole?" Which people yep. ask, they tell the situation that they're in, and yep. then they ask the people of Reddit to chime in, and which is not always a good idea. Sure, to chime in and uh, let them know whether they're the a hole or not. Well, sometimes you get involved in a situation where you really do need an official ruling. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, we have this one uh, this morning. Am I the a hole for asking my boyfriend, twenty six, to pay me back the money I, also twenty six, lent him? So my boyfriend of 10-ish months lives two hours away and drives to stay with me every weekend. I've always asked him if he wanted some money for the uh, for the petrol. This must be in England somewhere. Yeah, out of town. And he's always uh, said no. So instead, I pay for the activities slash food that we do on the weekends. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he was low on money as his company didn't pay him when they said they would. So I sent him 20 bucks. Then a week later, we were out and he wanted to put gas uh, but forgot his wallet at home. We weren't planning on going out, which is why he didn't have his wallet, and there was no gas shortage. And there was a gas shortage uh, at the time in the UK, so I told him to to get it, and I'll pay, and he can send me the money when we get back. Well, it's been a week now, and he forgot about it. So I asked him if he could send me the money back, but he basically said he spends so much money coming to see her every week that he wasn't going to send it back, and how it was embarrassing to ask for every penny I lend back, and how I'm stingy with money. End of relationship. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so am I the a-hole in this situation? It was only $50, but I still lent him the money with the understanding he'd pay it back. I think you have like an even Steven kind of thing here where mm-hmm. you may be dealing with, with two a-holes in this relationship. Okay. You know, she's, she's nickel and diamond him, but yet he's taken advantage of her generosity. So they're meant for each other, in other words. I don't know if it's uh, taking advantage of the generosity. Uh, she's saying... I will help you out as long as you pay me back. And then he doesn't pay her back going, yeah, you bringing this up all the time isn't helping me out well, any. Well, why would he have to pay her back when they seem to have, as backs refer to, like an even Stephen, where she pays for activities and food and he pays for the gas to get himself to and from her place. Uh, so it's even, supposedly. Yeah, let's see, but you even. almost need to, to, to put... You need to get a ledger and receipts and everything else. File and an I, expense report. Yeah, I mean, no, no relationship really survives when you have to do that. You're yeah. going to have your girlfriend be the breadwinner of the uh, relationship? Well, I don't mind that. I don't mind if the uh, if a girl makes more than me. Right. I, I would actually appreciate that. Sure. I'd be thrilled with that. That's uh, taking away your man card. <laughs> Not really. Nope. I mean, uh, I can still be the man in the relationship and make less. Listen, I work here. I've always been the one to make less. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a that's a true statement. But I uh, I think uh, that he is the uh, the a hole for not uh, paying her back the money. Mm. And to use that tactic is uh, you know the oh I don't want you bringing it up all the time because it makes me feel bad. Yeah. Well, then yeah. give her the money back. Well, you could do that too. I guess so. Or not accept the money. You know, maybe you just uh, you just suck it up and say no no no. I'll take care of my own gas to get out here to visit you two hours away every week. Or maybe you make fewer trips and suddenly see how much she wants you to come back to her place. Yeah, you, you know? can do that too. You know, like I can't afford gas this weekend. I'm sorry. I'm not coming. Uh, how about this one? Am I the a-hole for not getting takeout instead of cooking for my wife? My uh, 29-year-old wife uh, uh, is four months pregnant. I work 12 hours a day. She's a stay-at-home wife. She has severe symptoms, so I try to manage all the housework. She does the laundry once a week if she's feeling up for it, but I do the laundry otherwise. She cooks herself some meals when I'm not home as well. So today when I came home, I asked her what she'd like to eat, and she said she wants to eat lasagna and eggplant parmesan. So I got to cooking it. It was. I was almost done preparing the dishes to be kept in the oven when she said she wants to eat dumplings and mac and cheese instead. I didn't want to say. I didn't want you. Uh, when is it? I didn't want you. Oh, I didn't want to say no during her pregnancy, so sure. I made her the mac and cheese, and the dumplings were too ready. I don't know. Maybe he's messing this up. When I served her the plate and took it to her, she said she no longer wanted to eat it. She said she wanted to eat meatballs instead. This sounds like a needy, needy woman. Yeah, I don't think the guy is the a-hole in this situation. I was so annoyed, I handed her a list of restaurant menus to pick from and asked her to order whatever the hell she wanted from her favorite restaurant. There you go. She started to cry, and then she uh, and that she really wanted to have meatballs. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry now for disappointing her. However, I really had a number of other chores that I had to do. Because I'm doing everything for this woman. All right. You know, I mean, I understand that, like, when a woman is pregnant, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, you know, hormones, uh, you know, you know, doing backflips all over the place. You mm-hmm. try having the baby. But, you try it. Yeah. No, and, and I and I get that, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate that. But, you know, at some point, you know, you know unreasonable expectations uh, just can't be met. And, it's, and he, she's gone back and forth. And this guy is doing everything yeah. he can to make her happy, and, and that's impossible. Then uh, I yeah. think that she is the one who is the a hole. I, I th- didn't even want to be pregnant. I think you went to the. Uh, <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head when you're talking about the pregnancy thing. <laughs> I yeah. said I said this to somebody yesterday. Somebody's telling me a story about, uh, you know, uh, it was a situation involving, <laughs> um, you know, the taking care of the child sure. who they just had and, you know, somebody going out on the weekends or whatever. And I said, dude, I was like, she pushed an eight-pound baby out of her body. You are never going to win that <laughs> yeah. argument. Okay, you are but, never going to win. Sure. You are going to win. But you the are, reality is you're making chicken and dumplings, lasagna, and so. eggplant. And that's a lot. All three yeah. of those things are are labor-intensive. And the child's not even yours, by the way. Yeah, see, now there's the ultimate insult <laughs> right there. You remember uh, You remember when you, you ate all that Mexican food and then swallowed a bottle of Metamucil while you were drinking vodka all night long? <laughs> <laughs> Remember how much that hurt coming out of you? <laughs> yeah, imagine sure. that twenty times that coming out of you, and uh, and uh, you know, uh, 
that's the kind of pain you're going to go through. You're never going to win that argument. It's good to be a guy. Yeah, it is. (laughs) There you go. That's our little segment that we did this morning. It's 822 on Rock 102. Just about 826 with Baxton O'Brien to Rock 102. Rock 102 is bringing you New England Patriot football all season long. Sunday, uh, the Patriots head to Houston to take on the Texans. Our live Country Hyundai pregame show begins at 10 a.m., with the kickoff scheduled for one, join Bob Soshi and Scott Zolak as they bring you all the play-by-play action. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. Uh, what do you got? You got anything else? Oh, I got something here for yeah, you. Go for it. Dude. Um, Halloween decorations mm-hmm. coming around pretty soon here, right? Yep. Did you see this one uh, that's a little bit different? It's called the Goosh Skeleton Couple. Are they two? Uh, we talked about this the other day. Did you? Two, okay. uh, two uh, skeletons like banging each other. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, right. All right. So you covered That's a that good one. one. So let's pass on that. Um, what about the uh, Wisconsin State Patrol responding to a call for service and discovering someone had abandoned a boat on a, a highway? A boat? Was, yeah. Just left it on the side of the highway, Highway 33 in Washington County, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. And on the boat, they painted the word free. <laughs> like, take it. Please. They must really hate that boat. Right? The state cops in Wisconsin posted their own Facebook message reading, Disclaimer, this is not the proper method for disposing of a boat. I would. Uh, I think it's a very proper method. You, all, you always hear about people saying you know, the, the happiest day of your life. Yes. Two happiest day, the day you buy the boat and the day you get rid of it. Yep. I, uh, I think that's probably true. Mm-hmm. But to abandon it on a highway... Well, it's not, it's not in the middle of the highway. It's like in the median, I think. So it's it's safely away from traffic. Yeah, but is anyone going to pull over to the side of the highway and uh, and 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 hitch it up to their trailer sure hitch and are. drive away with it? Damn straight they are. Yeah, yeah. why not? I would. See, I'd I just would, hook right up to it, yep. drive it away. See, I'd be afraid there's something wrong with it. Right. Like well, uh, like it sprung a leak that you can't see, or yeah, some mechanical issues. But it's free. You yeah. don't turn down free. Right. And e- and even if it is defective, if 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 you've got the skills, you repair it and you resell it. Yeah, somewhere, see, but right? you guys are both missing something. Just because something is free doesn't mean it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg <laughs> to use. True. So, just because it's free doesn't necessarily mean that uh, I want it in my possession. Well, it's like the people who uh, redo houses, right? They they tear them down and they remodel that. What's that called? Uh, flipping. flipping, flipping houses. House. Well, you could flip a boat. I mean, and, and you're getting it for free. You're not it's, paying. You're not it's paying. called capsizing <laughs> it. But I believe that's what happened to the Titanic. <laughs> you're not paying anything for it in this case. Yeah. Well, you'll be paying for everything once you realize how broke it is. <laughs> it's eight twenty eight. News is next to Rock one hundred two. September means fall in. 831 with Baxton O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by the North Atlantic States Carpenters Union. It's time to build. Learn more and visit nasrcc.org. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. It is Columbus Day weekend, and the Mass Department of Transportation is anticipating higher traffic volumes across the state beginning, uh, well, yesterday, coinciding with the long weekend and running and the running of the Boston Marathon on Monday. So what you didn't have... Uh, in previous years on a Columbus Day weekend is the Boston Marathon because that's usually on Patriots Day, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and here we are. And Stay you know, with- and I and I asked a couple weeks ago about whether we would have Monday off, yeah. you know, Indigenous 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 Peoples Day, and I thought, well, you know, if if there was ever a yeah. day that you, me, uh, you, Dave, uh, deserted day off, it would be Monday. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had been training for the last three years for the Boston Marathon. I used to be an Indian guides for Christ's sake. When yeah. I was a little kid, you right. know, that was the uh, indigenous people's version of Boy Scouts. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and I and I thought, you know, 
you know, with all this training I'm doing for the marathon, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, running up to at least 24 miles per day to get ready, mm-hmm. only to find out that I have to work on Monday. You, you, I can't even begin to tell you how how disappointed I am that this will not be my uh, not be my year to finally beat a few Kenyans. I understand. Uh, I sat Indian style once. <laughs> well, there you go. Did you really see? Which is not a called Indian style anymore. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, crisscross. That's right. That's what they call it. Something like that. Yes, I, I, I think you're right. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how that one was offensive. I'm not really sure how that was. Well, I, I think yeah. anything that you would associate with Native American culture, rightly or wrongly, yeah. is a uh, cultural appropriation. And uh, you know, who are we to just start labeling things? I mean, I don't like sitting cross-legged anyway. Well, but we're, comfortable. We're three ignorant radio hosts. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's who we are. Proud of to it. Start uh, saying things like that. Mm-hmm. State officials released a traffic advisory yesterday recommending that motorists plan ahead for the upcoming uh, Columbus Day weekend driving during off-peak hours. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to go out at 2 a.m. and uh, <laughs> drive to where I'm going. All right, kids. Util- wake up from your sound sleep. We're going on the road. Utilize the appropriate technology to make informed decisions and consider public transportation. I'm not taking the bus. No, of course not. Who wants to take the bus? Depends where you're going. That sounds a little fishy. Taking the bus. (laughs) Who do you you think I am? Some kind of... (laughs) Well, you know, there's a lot of people taking the bus, Steve, and we happen to know a guy who owns a bus company, and I don't want to, you know, insult the the bus. Well, I'm talking about the uh, the public bus. Oh, well, that's different. I don't mind insulting those people. A uh, driver was arrested uh, after police conducted a traffic stop in Springfield Wednesday afternoon, according to Ryan Walsh at around 2.40 p.m. He said, my best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl that officers saw a car driving with one person riding on the roof, a second person riding on the roof from the sunroof, and a third person leaning out the passenger side, recording on a phone and yelling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pay pay to watch that. That's a scrub. That is exactly what that is. It's a what? A scrub. Do you not know what a scrub is? Uh, tell us, Steve. Yes, well, a scrub is... A scrub is a guy who thinks it's lying. Also known as a buster. Always talk about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. So, no, I don't want your number, no. I don't want to give you mine, and no. I don't want to meet you nowhere, no. Don't want none of your time, and no. I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no from me, hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me, hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Steve Nagel, everybody. Steve Nagel. That's exactly what he was doing. That's exactly what he was. Uh, he was doing. And they got caught for it. The driver, identified as 20-year-old Felix Martinez, allegedly pushed an officer in the chest and began to run away. Oh, my god! That's probably your first mistake. Well, your first no. mistake was driving around with a bunch of marijuana and guns in the car yeah. with those guys on top of it. <laughs> Actually, maybe your first mistake was going out of the house at all. Maybe he was using Mr. Microphone. Hey, he's pretty lady. I'll be back to pick you up later. And yeah, Right, because at that point, the... Yeah. The bullying that that would be, the uh, 
would be like one more one more extra charge. Yeah, Felix uh, Felix Martinez, uh, he's now since been arrested, and so are the other two, and uh, they're charged with uh, all kinds of things, including uh, drug geez. distribution and uh, firearms. Hey. Right before a three day weekend. Right. Yeah. I know. You, now you're gonna have to wait. Now you're gonna have to wait until Tuesday to get uh, seen in court. And, and now that uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopes is dead, I think you take over. It's TSC, and you go out on tour with the other two. I think we could do that. Come on. Yeah. Bring it on. Let's do it. I think you would be perfect. TSC. We, we should do the the waterfalls thing. Yes. Yeah, uh, that, would be, that would be great. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing like a song about AIDS to get the day going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listeners waiting with bated breath. And here it is. Yeah. I could talk up this whole post since I used to work for an AC station. Really? Yeah, I could. Wow. I'm not going to, though. That's nah, too bad. You want to do You're going to hit the post, Dave. Go ahead. I'm Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3, 98.5. Filling in here on the verge of Indigenous Peoples Day. On the Baxton O'Brien Show, John O'Brien should be back again on Monday. And I'll be back over on Laser. But for now, TSC on Rock 102. Oh, look at that. Wow. Staring at us so that she just can't touch. Sing it, Steve! If at any time he's in a jam, she'll be by his side. But he doesn't realize he hurts her so much. But all that pain just ain't helping at all. Cause he can't seem to keep himself out of trouble. So he goes out and he makes his money the best way he knows how. Another body laying cold in the gutter. Should we, we stop him or, no, or no? I'm waiting for like uh, some sort of manager to tell you to stop. Waterfalls, good steve you're crushing it today mm-hmm. oh yeah hey we should be celebrating tlc's entire catalog tsc whole, tsc whole, yeah tsc their whole canon of work this was that was like the modern day version of in the ghetto because they're talking about all these bad things that are happening to people and uh, you should have should have listened you should have you should have done better by yourself yes mm-hmm. yes and your family uh, the Orange Police. The Orange Police? The Oompa Loompas up there near Athol are, are warning residents of a vacuum cleaner salesperson that is going door-to-door in town without a permit. Police say they've received calls from the community for a very <laughs> rude vacuum cleaner salesperson. You want to buy a vacuum? No, I'm all set with the uh, the vacuum. Why oh, not? I just stick it up here. You know what? Let me in there and I'll make things all dirty and I'll clean it. Yeah, I'm going to dump this bag of dirt in your floor. And now you don't want one. I'm not going to clean it up with my super luck. Uh, you don't want a vacuum? Well, how, F you. How about you ever, a fuller brush? Yeah. You ever hear of Electrolux? Mm. Yeah, well, now you're never going to use it, jerk. It's like the, the bubble boy selling uh, a... <laughs> yeah. Selling vacuums. Oh, I'm sorry. The answer was moops. <laughs> moops. So, there's a more. What's your story? <laughs> what is moops, by, by the way? By the way, this person does not have a permit to solicit, according to the uh, department. Uh, yeah, you need a, if you want to do vacuum sales, orange is the place to go. <laughs> and orange is the place where you're going to need to get a permit. <laughs> they have very filthy floors in orange. You know, I, is there like a vacuum salesperson, uh, like, territorial dispute up there? 
Well, I bet that would be a grisly dispute. We thought we kicked you all the way into Athol. <laughs> it's, it's dirty up in Athol, we, too. We got enough uh, We got enough vacuum salespeople in this town. We don't need your <sighs> highfalutin ass coming around here. <laughs> dirty Athol. That's right. That's right. I got it. Listen, uh, you enter <laughs> Athol. <laughs> you yeah. go straight to Yarmouth. <laughs> After spending a weekend in Dennis, of that's course. right. Of yeah, course, that's how you do it. <laughs> this is uh, this is definitely a Friday. Here. Never yeah, spent yeah, never yeah. spent a whole weekend in Dennis. Just uh, a part of one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go sometimes. I go into Dennis. I come out of Dennis. Got I right, go into of course, him again, right. And I go right across the bridge, right need, into Dennis. Need a little right. rest in between. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Governor uh, Charlie Baker announced the uh, yeah, whatever. They're they're putting more. I, I don't even want to do. You know what it is? Anymore. It's it's, it's Friday, Friday. It's I don't payday. Care. It's the it's, same news stories over and it, over again. It, it's uh, a it's a three day weekend for most people, other than us. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, oh, hey, Google has a tool to help you pick the perfect Halloween costume. Booby do. I need yeah, this. This is what you need to listen to. It's called the Costume Wizard. It debuted in 2019, but not a lot of people know about it. It's got four different options that let you dial in the type of costume you want to wear. Uh, Frightfest.withgoogle.com if you want to check mm. this out, Bax, while you're doing this so you can uh, check out your costume. First, you choose your desired spookiness level on a scale from 0 to 100. Then you choose between classic or modern costumes. There's also a button, button that lets you base everything on the top trending costumes in your area or the entire U.S. And at the bottom, there's another scale from 0 to 100 that lets you choose your desired uniqueness. It says here, I need to be a sexy nurse. A sexy nurse. Again. Wow. Uh, if you mess with the settings, you get all kinds of ideas. For example, uh, the people that put this story together asked for a classic costume with uh, spookiness and uniqueness set to zero, and it said that angel is the perfect costume for you. Yeah, boring. Well, you could come up with any number of things. Yeah, I know. But- I, got, I got three costumes that I've been rotating for like, the last couple of years, and uh, you know, last, I got a great uh, Pope costume. It's classic. Perfect. Got mm-hmm. the miter and everything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pope costume. Yeah, it's a Pope costume. And uh, the other one I got is a full-fledged top-to-bottom Devo uniform. Wow. With the uh, the, uh, the cup hat on top there. And the- no, the the uh, the flower pot energy dome okay. and a full yellow bodysuit. I'm debating whether to do that or if I try something different. I can't decide. Last year I took uh, my uh, my oldest daughter to uh, Savers. Oh, that is a good place to go. go. She didn't know what she wanted to be, right? Well, by the time we were done, she knew exactly what she wanted to be. She wanted to be a Karen. Wow. A Karen. Yeah, so she got these uh, really giant rimmed sunglasses Mm -hmm. and uh, like a a sweater. Yep. Like, you know, with the collar sticking out. uh, You know, you wear like a collared shirt underneath. Sure. And uh, a big giant purse, all for less than $10 at Savers. Yeah. That's a, you that, can't beat it. Not for that price, you and can't. And she wanted to speak to the manager afterwards. <laughs> and give him a piece of her mind. Well, yeah, but I thought it was a, it was topical. Yeah, it that's was, good. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, what, do you, what do you call that? Uh, pop culture reference? Oh, without right? a doubt. Without you know, a doubt. Uh, these kids are on to something. I wonder how long it'll be before a, a, a real interesting Karen is born. You know, somebody that breaks the mold of the... You know the current, like the queen of Karen. Yes, somebody really cool with yeah. the name of Karen. How long? I mean, it's it's going to happen eventually. I feel bad for you know 
actual women named yes. Karen who yes. really don't fit that mold. That's right. They just happen to have parents that unfortunately call them Karens. That's what I'm getting at here. Yeah, I feel well, bad for those ladies. Well, you know, that's uh, that's one of the actual stories we have here. The uh, a Halloween hairpiece poking fun at Karen, the heavily memed term for entitled white women who call the police on black people and defy mask mandates, is being slammed as tone deaf and racist on social media. The Karen costume came to light after a Twitter user named Helen Shivers uh, shared a snap of the inflammatory accessory dubbed a Karen wig that she came across at a uh, costume shop last week. Wait a minute, Steve. I didn't realize that there was a racist element to the Karen characterization. I, did, I, I mean, I get that that's one of the things maybe that Karens are known for, but I didn't, I didn't realize that was... Worthy of the actual description. I think of it's. A, I think. I think it's, a, it's like a broad range of outrage. Yes. From a Karen, right? Not just you know one or the other. The uh, packaging for the wig, which is sold online by Spirit Halloween, you know those places that just pop up and random yep. abandoned stores everywhere, like they just the did on Yankee Stadium. Uh-huh. <laughs> Features since it's not being used right now. Yeah. Well, Fenway Park's <laughs> going to become one in about two days for three days from now. Uh, <laughs> the packaging for the wig, which is sold online by Spirit, for $19.99, features a pic of a model in an exaggerated bouffant blonde wig and a sweater lowering a pair of sunglasses and flashing an accusatory glare. My kid did this for cheaper than yeah. $19.99. She's a trendsetter. She is a trendsetter. The description on the retailer's web, web, site reads, Everyone will know you're looking to speak to the manager when you complete your Karen outfit with this hilarious Karen wig. The short and stylish cut is the perfect hairstyle to show everyone you ain't the one to mess with. <laughs> I do. I uh, I uh, was on vacation uh, over the summer, and uh, one of the people that was staying in the same house as I, her name's Karen, very, very nice lady, See? does not sure. fit that yes. whole thing. Actually, most Karens I know are, don't fit that. No, I don't. Most most of the women that I know that do fit that mold are not named yeah, Karen. Right. And uh, let me give you their actual names and addresses. And I said something <laughs> to her like in that, uh, okay, Karen, we get it. And then she kind of <laughs> got miffed, and I'm like, you don't like that whole Karen thing. And she goes, I hate it. Well, of course she <laughs> I does. Hate it. Of course she does. <laughs> because she's not the kind of Karen right. that, uh, right. that carries out these things. Well, hey, you know, sometimes you're the butt of a joke, and you don't mean to be. Right. And sometimes you deserve it. That's true. Well, look at all the people. ISIS was a was a popular girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. In right. Cer- in certain places, uh, and then all of a sudden, ISIS becomes a terrorist group, and all of a sudden, you don't, you can't, you can't. Hey, my name's ISIS. Get out of my store. <laughs> have, have you ever seen the comedy series Happy Endings? No, it's no. really good. By the way, you guys would love it. It's full of pop culture references. It's fast paced comedy. It's really hip. Uh, one of the Wayans brothers, the cool one, is in it, and a bunch <laughs> of other people, uh, Elisha Cuthbert and others. It came out a few years ago. Try it. Happy endings. But there's a great episode where one of the girls is dating a guy named Doug Hitler. And, oh yeah, and she just can't. You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's, it's an impossible barrier to cross for, for her. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny after the fog tapers off. Going to be a high of 57 tomorrow. Uh, going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 64. I'm not going to be able to hit the post. It's way too long. No, I understand. It's like 20-something seconds into it. But 29, Steve. You've been listening to TLC and Waterfalls on Rock 102 WAQI. What's the weather going to be uh, today, Steve? Uh, it's going to be mostly sunny with a high of 74 <laughs> tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 64. 
Oh, man, thunder boom booms on Sunday. Looking at 57 right now in downtown Springfield. This is TLC. Lonely man. Unbelievable. Good job, Postman always rings twice, my friend. (laughs) Unbelievable. It's 848 a Rock 102. Don't miss MGM Springfield's $1.2 million windfall weekend. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 854. And Credence on Rock 102. Mostly sunny today after the fog tapers off. Going to be a high of 74. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 64 or 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I just got a, uh, an instant message here that says, uh, thanks to Steve's four-star performance, I now have waterfalls stuck in my head. So, yeah. nicely done, Steve. By the way, I was told, uh, let me just uh, pull up what uh, she said here. This uh, woman wrote in, said, uh, Lisa left eye couldn't have done it better. And I Probably said, couldn't have, not hey, now. Do you know what the last thing through her mind was? The the dashboard. You get it? Yeah, no, I get that. Because she died in a car accident. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally get that. She was chasing waterfalls. Yes, she was. She wasn't sticking to the lakes and the rivers that she was used to. (laughs) That's what happens. Uh, The Monster Mash Green Park in McRae's Farm in South Hadley opens every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Through Halloween, details uh, can be found on fearinthefarm.com. We happen to have a pair of tickets uh, to uh, to the Monster Mash Green Park in McRae's. They can be yours to the 10th caller at 293-1021. Good luck to you. Uh, I'm looking through my uh, my Facebook memories that pop up each and every day. Sure. I get to see what I did uh, years ago on this date. Uh, this one was pretty good. This was back on October 8th of 2018, uh, where the picture of... Me and two of our road crew members from Rock 102 are in. We were at the Celebrate Holyoke uh, yeah. celebration on the uh, in Heritage Park, and uh, it says the caption is "Left to right, Dick goes in ya." <laughs> and then they name the other two guys from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, Celebrate uh, Holyoke 2018 at the Heritage State Park. <laughs> Dick goes in ya. It's too, I can't. It's, I can't believe Mass Live actually did that when they did that. that that's like the fifth time they've done that, <laughs> and I do it to them every time. Like, and and it was the same guy twice because Barry. I think Barry McOchner was right. in there too. That was another good one, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but there was there was a couple of different ones that were in there, and. Um, and I, I I find it uh, amusing. Dick goes in you. I think from the, Rock 102. I think the first time it happened, I probably I think I laughed for a good hour and a half because it was just it was just I I I because I know you as well as I yeah. do. I was like, yes, he did it. We, did he do it? Did he really do yeah. it? Oh yes, he did it. We should uh, we should do we should do like a I guess you do a whole shift as Dick goes in. <laughs> Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Dick Goes In Ya on here on Rock 102, taking you through another long set with Steve Miller and the Joker. <laughs> Dick Goes In Ya the Choker here on Rock 102. <laughs> it's 8.58 at Rock 102.